A growl emanated from behind the counter, and Max looked up in time to see the wolf leap down to the floor and pad toward the door. It was open a foot, and Frank and Larry were peeking in. The wolf's growling grew lower and more threatening, coming from somewhere down deep in its chest. The red-headed woman behind the counter finished up with a customer. Hey, she said to the two men at the door. Didn't Bailey already throw your sorry asses out once tonight? You want to try for twice? Come on, Angel, Frank said. It's goddamn cold out there. You let us back in and we ain't gonna cause no more shit. It's not up to me, Angel said. You want back in, you talk to the bouncer. Max looked around for a gentleman sizable enough to fill that role. He saw no one. Well, shit, we didn't mean nothing by it. I mean, goddamn. Angel turned her back and took a rack of balls from a middle-aged Mexican couple who were leaving for the night. She totaled up their bill and gave them change. See you next time, she said, ignoring the two cowboys huddled in the doorway. The couple walked past Bailey, who stood staring at Frank and Larry, rumbling deep in its chest. Say, looky here, we ain't gonna do nothing else, Larry said to the wolf. I mean, you let us back in, we'll be on our best behavior for the rest of the night, and I guarantee it, Frank does too. Oh, hell yeah, Frank said, absolute best. Bailey continued to stare at them for a long moment. Golden eyes narrowed to slits, then turned and walked back to the bar. In one instant, the wolf gathered its powerful legs and launched itself up onto the counter, now a head taller than any man in the room staring at Frank and Larry as they gingerly walked by. Bailey surveyed the rest of the place before flowing down onto the floor behind the counter without a sound. Max watched all this, trying to decide whether he was dreaming. A wolf bouncer, an owner who deferred all rules of decorum to the terrifying creature, and two drunken cowboys who actually talked to the wolf as if it understood. Of the whole bizarre sequence of events, That was the only one he could understand. Max himself, when drunk, had done things that would make talking to a wolf seem the very essence of rational behavior. Larry grinned at Max triumphantly. Made it back, partner, he said. Set us up, angel. They raised their hands in a high five and came close to connecting. She handed Larry a tray of balls with two cubes of chalk nestled in among them. I ain't warning you two hoorahs again. You slip up once more, Bailey'll take your goddamn heads off. No worry about that, Frank said. We done told Bailey we'll be on our best behavior. Max closed his eyes again. He prayed that the tow truck would be early. Hey, he heard a voice say. You okay? He opened his eyes and focused on the woman named Angel. You okay? She repeated. Compared to what? You gonna be a smartass? Sorry. I think I'll be all right. I'm just waiting for a tow truck. Is that okay? Yeah, she said. The first warmth he'd felt from her all night. Thanks. She studied him, her head at an odd contemplative angle. She drew a beer for a customer. You want one? On the house. He thought for a moment. Do you have whiskey? This is a pool hall, not a bar. Draft is the strongest thing we got. You want it? Max closed his eyes and nodded. She reached for a clean glass. You're gonna have to come get it, 
Angel said. Max slid off his stool and picked up the glass of beer. The yeasty smelled, although not as satisfying as the scent of grain alcohol sent a thrill through him. He raised it to his lips, savoring the foam. It gave him a faint mustache before his hand began to tremble, and he knew that one would be too many and a hundred not enough. He set the glass down on the bar. On second thought, how about some water? Water, he heard himself say. Her eyes drilled a hole through him, but she poured out the beer. Sure. Sure.